Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of What They Don't Tell You at the Hair Salon. It's me, your favorite Cindy Oxford, LaDosha Wright, coming to you live and direct from Cleveland, Ohio, as I have another great episode of What They Don't Tell You at the Hair Salon. And this time, I'm going to be talking about returning back to work. So it is about that time of the month or week, because I think it's only been uh, like maybe eight to nine, maybe even 10 weeks uh, since um, the United States has gone into its shelter in place mode to begin to attempt to save all of us um, uh, from the dangers of the coronavirus or better yet decrease the likelihood because we know that it is no big secret that the government has pretty much kicked us to the curb and so the our state officials by way of the governors are doing uh, what I believe it is their very best to try to keep us as safe as possible. There are a lot of conspiracy theories. There are plenty, plenty of doubts. Um, And then there's just plain old outright confusion and fear that a lot of people are experiencing as we, you know, do our part to try to come through this. Um, You know, so we definitely want to, um, you know, stay focused and do our part to be safe. And um, as always, you know, flatten the curve. You know, if we wash our hands and, um, you know, we wear these masks, we, you know, do not get together and march our groups, then we know that this begins the process. And then, of course, to all of the first responders, the people in the hospitals, you know, everyone who is working in there to, you know, keep people alive. And if people can't, you know, um, helping them make their transition with dignity, these people deserve a lot of respect and, um, and a reprieve. And whatever we can do as everyday citizens um, by way of, again, of course, um, uh, slowing the spread, they have flattened the curve. And of course, we are not going to overwhelm the people who are more intimately involved with this coronavirus than um, people like myself here on the podcast can ever be. So I want to make that abundantly clear um, that, you know, we are all in this together. So let's just stay focused and stay strong. Whether you think it's real or not, I know there's a whole lot of doubts. We still have to do our part. Um, So speaking of part, um, who can, uh, I I don't know if anybody out there that's listening to me, you know where I'm going next when I talk about part, is what part um, are these politicians and police officers and you know, all the powers that be, what part are they going to play to get those police police officers, you know, underneath the jail for what they have done to Mr. George Floyd? Uh, so, of course, that's the young man who was unfortunately murdered in front of the whole world via uh, someone's video recording over their phone uh, where he was uh, arrested and somehow, you know, this term to this man's death. Um, When I first heard about it, typical of a person who, you know, I love my people. Um, I just wanted to hear what was going on. Unbeknownst to me, 
um, I was going to have the video, you know, player, you know, right in front of my face across TV. And you know how the young folks say, I just wasn't ready. And um, uh, I cried. I literally cried. I couldn't believe what I was watching. And, you know, um, I do feel like there's something more than we can do than sit and talk on a blog um, or post on social media. So um, I'm thinking that, you know, um, from my perspective, a lot of this has a lot to do with those kinds of white people who really believe in their hearts that they are somehow better, you know, than, you know, black people. Uh, So number one, I have a problem still with the term black people. Number two, I'm not, I've never comfortable with anybody who believes that they are better than someone. So to me, I think that what I'm going to do is to begin some research about the Police Academy, because I think that education by way of black history would be wonderful for all police departments to have so that we can begin as a society to debunk this notion that somehow white people save black people and that somehow white people are better and that somehow white people civilized the planet and they saved other nations or ethnicities or races of people. We have got to stop this nonsense. And so we know we can't do this in the home because people have the right to parent their children the way that they want to. However, when it comes to working with the public, Oftentimes, what we are taught at home, you know, it just ain't the truth of what's happening in real life. So the police department needs to be, you know, educated about the wonderful and myriad of contributions that Africans have made to the world at large. With first and foremost, number one, mankind was founded in the interior of Africa. That's number one. Number two, Africans peopled. And then number three, Africans most definitely brought civilization to the entire universe. So we need to start off with that. I also think it would be good and very helpful to all police departments if everyone had a good old-fashioned reading lesson of Dr. Joy DeGruy's um, post-traumatic slave disorder. I agree with her that both descendants of slavery and descendants descendants of slaves and descendants of those who um, own the plantation. Both people have been horribly, 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 you know, um, abused and suffering from mental illnesses that continue to trickle down into current society today, as we saw with this man who had no heart to take his knee off of this man's neck that he could live and his his cohorts stood there and no one had the heart to say come on bro that's enough you know the people who were listening you know and filming they wanted to get this police officer off of him but if you watch the video you can see the other officer you know pretty much saying if you if you get into this situation I'm going to kill so I think um, that would have ended up in, unfortunately, more deaths. And all they could do was plead for the man's life. And so, unfortunately, he did not make it. And so I did. I'm not going to tell you guys a lie. I cried, I cried, I cried. I don't know how anybody could watch that and not cry. And so those are going to be um, 
things that I'm going to do. And I will keep you guys abreast of my research. I have reached out to some attorneys. So I'm not going to do the, the blame game. I'm just going to do my part and make a suggestion to the police department. You know, starting, you know, right here in Cleveland, Ohio and working my way up to the top and just CC everybody in that email that we need to get the police officers. I don't care what race, what ethnicity, what, you know, what town, what city, they all need African flash of black history. So that's what I believe. Um, that's number two, you know. Uh, so number three, um, you know, um, this, uh, the number, the idiot number 45, talking about some executive order to oversee um, speech on social media because he didn't like the fact that the family um, of the, of the um, I believe it was another politician or a federal worker who passed away at work and he tried to blame um, a journalist on the woman's death and the family said, listen here, buddy, her husband said, back off and don't use my wife's death, you know, for your political gain. And so, you know, that's her husband. He's a widow. He has a right to do that. So I don't know where Idiot 45 is going with that. Um, I don't think he's going to get anywhere. But stranger things are definitely occurring here in America. We will never know what's going to happen. So again, you know, my heart goes out to Mr. Floyd's family. I understand he had children. So if everybody in the nation, you know... You know, the whole planet, let's just wrap our arms around, you know, this young man. And we know Minneapolis going to burn, you know. Um, they're like, oh, they wrong. You know, they shouldn't be doing that. Uh, well, you know, that's called civil unrest. And so um, that's that, that comes with the territory. So we don't think that looting and burning, that doesn't help anything. But, you know, what 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 can we expect? You know, we're, we're not surprised that Minnesota, Minneapolis is going through this right now. Um, so we're just going to pray for that whole city and all will be well. But unfortunately, this is part of the process. Um, and so again, today um, is, what's today? I think today is May 28th. I think today is May 28th and it's Thursday. And you are listening to another episode of What They Don't Tell You at the Hair Salon as I am talking about returning back to work and starting you guys off with just a little bit of current events that doesn't always, you know, these events right now, they ain't they ain't so good. I'm gonna see if next week I can come up with something that's a little bit more positive. But for now, uh, George Floyd is priority one. So we need to do our part to help stop killing of all of us, um, us black folk, as they like to call us, um, here in America. So, but, so we're, we're getting back to work, right? Everybody's getting back to work slowly, but surely most people are working from home. So the pandemic is definitely changing the scope and the paradigm of how we work here um, in the United States and around the world. And in case you're not following me on LinkedIn, I think you should because I wrote a blog at this Chronicles of the Shelter in Place Science. Um, and so that blog is about what I call the um the, the, the paradigm shift in the plantation, you know, practices. So the world of work as we know it 
it definitely has an undertone of, you know, the plantation, you know, of getting up in the morning and, you know, the overseer looking over you, all this crazy stuff. Well, you know what? The pandemic, I do not like the fact that we are losing lives and people are becoming deathly ill with this virus. On the flip side, I like the fact that this pandemic is shifting that what I'm calling the plantation principle. And so uh, because now as people return back to work, you know, they can do things differently by way of working at home via computers. And so you got your Zoom, your Skype, you know, all your ways to come into in, in the private, private platforms and, you know, and do business, <clears throat> be it meetings or sales or trainings. So there's a lot of um, uh, work that's taking place, you know, now over the internet. And so here we're free. And so uh, you can, uh, there's no more of that plantation principle of how your hair should look and how you should look because now you're working from home and you can be as creative and laid back yet professional. So there is a way that you want to have good, you know, image and decorum as you, you know, uh, show up on your um your video chat platforms. So I think that returning back to work is now going to be different. It's going to be new. And I will not be surprised if the yield plantation principle of putting people into spaces and having people watch over them, uh, which to me is very much like a plantation, um, that's probably going to be gone forever. And absolutely love it. Um, as a regular person and also as a cosmetologist because our customers are sharing with us how much they like working from home. They are also sharing with us how much more respect they are getting from their supervisors. They are also disclosing how many um, supervisors are sharing with them how much they value their work and what they're doing because they can see in real time the computer is ticking back a lot of information information about you know efficacy speed all this stuff that artificial intelligence does that real folk have a tendency to overlook so working from home uh, you know there's no more nepotism you know you can't play favorites and all this other no more Karen hookups if you know what I mean okay so um I think that you know the returning back to work image wise and just feeling good uh, for a lot of people they say it's more work however they're loving the fact that they can show up and be themselves and do what they need to do and not have to worry about all the office, that rigmarole that's unfortunately almost always evolved around what? Race and sex, okay? Sex being men over women. So um, returning back to work, we'll now have a new uh, mode of operandi, if you will, by way of the computers and having, you know, just overall better communication, you know, paper trails, your documentation, everything is there to prove that you know what you're doing. And at the same time, the freedom to uh, appear to work uh, on screen and professionally and have your hair and your beard and however you know just groomed without all of the fluff so people are you know are very excited about that also returning back to work is also about timing so now you're working from home and you surely don't want to show up on your video chat 
you know, with your with your robes on or your pajama, your jammy rules. So you want to make sure you have some timing, you know, set aside so that you're still getting ready for work and feeling fantastic. So just because you're not in the office, you know, set aside that time to get yourself ready so you can still look fantastic on your video chats. And people, again, are talking about how much they like that and they can do it and still show up to work on time via the video. So with timing comes what? Preparation. So as we get ready to return back to work, if you're already at work, you know, be prepared. You know, set that clock, you know, a little bit earlier because some of us still haven't gone back yet. And some of us are back, so we'll be going back. And maybe you're still used to sleeping in. So I want you guys to prepare and also start thinking about how you want to look. If you're like me, you're very animated. You like to talk with your hands. So make sure you do your nails and your hair. And I like to say, whenever you're going in front of a camera, be it a video chat or you're taking pictures or social media, brush your teeth five times. I know y'all like your teeth, right? No, I'm not. Brush your teeth five times because they need to be whiter and don't forget your gums, okay? So you really want to come across, you know, really put together as you do your work from home and, you know, your little video chats with your doctor, you know, you're doing appointments or those virtual appointments. So make sure you have your best foot forward with your hair, your nails, and please don't forget your teeth. All right. Next up in returning back to work, the whole new normal of what? Your kids sometimes are in the background just jumping around and so on and so forth. So in that preparation, make sure you have your space you know, where you're going to be working and let your children know, you know, mom's at work, close that door, you know, clean that backdrop up because that's part of the new normal. So no, you're not in the office, but even at home, you still want to give that display, that look that you're professional because after all, other people are still involved and they are interacting with you via your video chats or, you know, um, through pictures, okay? So I just want to put that out there. Um, if you need some help, like with those show, you know what, I like listening to you, but I need a little bit more help. Guess what? During the pandemic, I did three wonderful things. So number one, I wrote another book, and the book is called Pandemics, Wars, and Crisis, The Beauty and Barber Survival Plan. So this is a book to help professionals in our industry get through. So that's number one. Number two, I created a home hair care platform that has six tiers that you can visit at globalhaircare.patreon.com. So visit that website and there are six tiers of home hair care memberships that you can select to be a part of that come out of your account three dollars up to forty to thirty dollars you know every month and then forty five dollars for professionals so this is a wonderful platform where you can get you know free pdfs free uh, free forms i have videos just to help you walk through your home hair care especially since the bulk of the world is going to be working 
home. So this is going to be a lot of help. And it's very, 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 very affordable. And of course, you can stop your membership whenever you feel like it. The third thing I did was that I partnered with the root doctor, Mr. Kareem Hafiz from uh, Fresh From Earth out of Collip Park, Collip Park, Atlanta. And I am uh, Fresh From Earth is a vitamin and herb um, store um, in Atlanta. And so um, you can visit them at freshfromearth.us. And I have been drinking a tea that he sent to me called Bundles Tea Time. And so this combats acne, eczema, helps with stimulation of both hair growth and stronger nails. It includes a proprietary blend of horsetail and moringa. And let me just tell you, um, hey, y'all, drink up, turn it up, turn it up for what? Because let me tell you, this bundle's tea tonic is the whip of tea snap. I have literally, literally uh, referred five people to his website within the past week. I've been drinking it during, you know, the shelter, my shelter in place experience. Of course, I'm back at work right now. It tastes delicious. And so um, you get about 14 tea bags when he ships them to you. They're vacuum sealed and they're in, you know, in this nice little pouch. Um, and the, the tea is delicious. You don't need to put, you know, honey and sweeteners and agave. I mean, you can, but you don't have to because it just tastes so good. And sometimes I'll steep my tea and throw in some ice and just sip it all day. Um, well, not all day, but till it's gone. Y'all know what I'm saying. Come on now. This is a podcast. So work with us, sister, okay? Um, yeah, but for real, real talk, y'all. I'm just getting a little buck wild. Um, go ahead on and hit uh, Kareem. Uh, the root doctor, Mr. Kareem Hafiz, he has a wonderful store um, in Atlanta called Fresh from Earth. And, um, you know, you can Google to see where he's at in case you're in Atlanta, in Park, okay? You can go to the store. But if not, you can visit his website at freshfromearth.com. US. And the tea that I'm s- 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 sipping on is called Bundos Tea Tonic. So every time I get through uh, my, my batch of tea and I have another one, I will share that with you. Um, and I will repeat what I'm sipping on uh, during my every blog, okay? So there you have another wonderful episode of what they don't tell you at the hair salon about returning back to work. And remember, we know that there is a new normal in as much that we are mostly now going to be working remotely from home, doing video chats and reports and emails and everything. And I just want to remind everyone that, you know, working from home is about what? Slow and steady. Okay, remember, you got to Right? And number two, timing is everything. So make sure you you know you have all your your ducks in a row, your eggs, everything all stacked up in a little box nice and neat so that you can be ready to be seen on the camera, you know, with pride and all that good stuff. Slash, you know what? We're free from the plantation principles of having someone lurk over us and you can have your image together. Uh, and that's because of the Crime Act too, by the way. So you can go to work looking as natural and free as you want right from your very lovely abode. And then don't forget with timing comes what? Preparation. 
let your children and your family know that you know what, as I return back to work, this is my space, mom and dad still have to do this, you know, so get yourself prepared, have all your hair care stuff, your makeup, don't forget your nails and brush your teeth, how many times? Five, that's right guys, five, I know y'all like, are you serious, I'm telling y'all, Five times, and y'all, your dentist gonna love you, but your your the people who are looking at you are gonna be like, oh, you just look so beautiful, okay? And then, um, last but not least, the new normal of working at home will also do what help slow the spread, flatten the curve, so we're not overwhelming the people who are working far more intimately um, in this situation than we are, regardless if you think the virus is real or fake or whatever you feel we've got to do this together so remember do what guys wash your hands for 30 seconds please wear your mask limit the amount of people that you are around if you don't feel good you know whatever stay home quarantine yourself call up the medical professionals and let them walk you through this don't go into a place and I had a feeling I wasn't feeling good. No, no, no. Just stay home and let's not overwhelm these people and scare folks. And then last but not least, my prayers do go out to Mr. George Floyd. No, I don't know him. But um, unfortunately, I do know um, that struggle because it did happen uh, with my son on a different um you know, level, he was not murdered like this man was, but just the process of some white people having control and taking something from you. Um, I do know what that feels like. That's not a joke. And so I am going to do my part. I'm not going to just talk about this on the podcast. Anybody who knows me, y'all know me. If I say I'm going to do something, it's going down. So um, I don't know if it'll have any effect. But I'm not one, you know, for talking. I'm definitely a doer. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening to another wonderful episode of What They're Going to Tell You at the Hair Salon. And then next week, we'll have um, another wonderful topic of, you know, some different hairstyles. You know, everybody like, I'm at home. We talked about, you know, uh, returning back to work. LaDosha, how are we supposed to look? So next week, I am going to talk to you guys about some cool hairstyles that you can, um, you know, look, uh, how nice you can look uh, on your video chats. And if you have to go back into the office a couple of days in the week and, you know, still got to, you know, get the kids ready for the summer now that you're not a teacher anymore. So I've got you guys covered. Okay. And you know what I say when I'm always standing out after thanking y'all so much for listening to me and chatting cast. So thank you so much. And you know what I say? Y'all know what I say. Come on, say it with me. You know what I'm talking about, right? A whole lot of love, a whole lot of peace, and a whole lot of hair. And if you ain't got no hair, don't want no hair, interested in no hair, can't stand hair. You know what? Just rub your beautiful, beautiful, beautiful body. Thank you.